but it's no secret that business is tough. But you think about the challenges for business and, and you know, in an environment where Kmart and Sears and Montgomery Wards disappear, think about what happens to small businesses. Now, businesses of all, sorry, all, all sizes kind of need an advocate. And in Texas, that's the Texas Association of Business. They're sort of the Texas State Chamber, you know, with the National Association of Manufacturers and the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. The head of that, the president and CEO, is Glenn Hammer, who joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Great to be with you. So what's the attrition rate in businesses right now? They really do need help. Well, I, I would look at it this way. Uh, I'm, I'm going to turn it into a positive, that right now Texas has the healthiest economy in the United States and probably in the world. So we added on net more jobs in this past year than any other state. We also added more people on net moving to the state of Texas than any other state. So while, yes, there are businesses that uh, always are, fail anywhere, uh, on net, uh, the Texas economy is, is booming. Well, what about businesses? Are, do we have more businesses or have we seen you know, a consolidation, companies that are getting no. just bigger? No, we're, we're, we're seeing more business formations and we're seeing more net jobs. Uh, I believe last year we added uh, probably north of 400,000 or so new jobs. So Texas is the land of opportunity. If you're looking for work, there's no better place in the United States to to work and to live in right now than the state of Texas. You know, I mean, business needs an advocate. I was looking at a release from you guys. I think it was the, right at the end of last year. But he, you have some strongly worded opinions. The uh, TAB said, let's see, this was a response to the railroad railway crossing closures by the U.S. Customs and Border Protection. I'll just quote for a second. This is a short-sighted, half-baked decision that will not make a dent in illegal immigration. Glenn, that's strong, that's strong well, language. Good for you. Well, since we're on a family show, my language was <laughs> a lot stronger uh, outside of the release. Uh, fortunately, the administration uh, backed down and reopened the, the bridges, but Legal trade, uh, legal cross-border trade is very important for the Texas economy. Why? We are far and away the top export state in the country. We export more than New York, California, and Louisiana combined. Wow. And we were talking with, with the CEO earlier this week. He was talking in the U.S., but also in particular in Texas, about the shortage of workers and that there were a lot of unskilled workers that could behem become marginally skilled if they were just allowed to immigrate, legally immigrate, and then, you know, be constructive members of the workforce. Well, everywhere I go around Texas, the top issue that comes up is workforce. And it's in two components. One, workers need a certain set of skills. And two, companies just need more workers. So on the workforce skills part, the state of Texas, this past legislative session, allocated 650 mil million new dollars to our 50 community college systems connected to the needs of employers. That's good. But we still need more workers. And that's why legal immigration remains uh, a very important uh, goal of, of the Texas Association of Business. We've got a lot of businesses relocating here and that sort of thing. But I, and I guess we've got people coming here for business. One of the things that I noticed you talked, I was looking at your website, you talked about is the, and, and you've had some seminars on is sort of the growing importance of technology 
And I, and it's a good yeah. thing that we're not, you know, the energy uh, related to sole uh, beneficiary of, of your workforce that everybody thinks we are. But at some point, I guess you could become too dependent on technology. Well, every business, one way or another, is is uh, needs good technology to, to do well today. Every business. Now, what we found, we just actually did a report that found that about a half trillion dollars of the Texas economy is connected to technology. That's about 20% of our GDP and our workforce are connected to the tech sector. That is, that's a lot of concentration. That is a lot of concentration. 20%. But the beautiful thing, here's here's great news though, because I, I, I understand your point, is the Texas workforce, in addition to being the healthiest, and maybe one of the reasons we are the healthiest, is it's the most diversified. We're the energy capital of the country. We've got uh, an incredible healthcare uh, system in in this country. We're well, you know, when you think you think about the Houston area, for example, that's yeah, yeah, one but... of the largest medical centers in the country. We're the number one state when it comes to manufacturing and exporting semiconductors. So if you're tops in semiconductors and energy. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna continue to have a very uh, bright future. And this wasn't our report, but I think you're aware of the Zillow report. Generation Z, Texas has attracted more Generation Z people than any other state. So we're the place to be if you're the next generation yeah. and you want to build wealth. Yeah, that, that's where I found out what Generation Z was. It's through that report. That's where it was. <laughs> I'm not in it. I'm so far from that. It's, it's scary. <laughs> the uh, the challenges are out there, though. And you mentioned healthcare, and you're remarkable. We we have this UT Southwestern, and Houston has this incredible medical complex and everything else. But one of the challenges in this state, and we heard this from CNBC in their survey that came out last year, is healthcare. In healthcare being provided. For the citizens, and it's we rank among the worst. And in education, we rank among the worst of the states. And it seems to be dragging down, you know, some of our appeal and our ratings in, in, in these surveys. I'm, I'm going to respectfully push back. Uh, we have more tier one universities than any other state. We put more money into our community colleges and our higher education universities than any other state in the country. We had a $33 billion surplus. This past year, California this year is going to have a $68 billion deficit. Wow. So, you know, you could take it to the bank, literally, that we will, as a state, be investing more into our community colleges, our university and our career and technical education programs. So Texans have the skills they need to work in the country's hottest economy. The other thing that's come up in some of these surveys, and you're the, you're right there in Austin. You're right there in the the hotbed, the the the, the cesspool, I mean, the uh, political hotbed. And and one of the arguments is this this bias, this strong bias, one way or another, in the politics and state politics has come through, and it's affected has an effect on business, and and that maybe yeah. they ought to stand back and let business take care of business. Well. Could, could I just say that and this is going to scare people because the primary season in Texas has been very messy, to say the least. Yep. But I'm going to make an argument that not only is Texas the strongest economy on the planet, we have the strongest democracy on the planet. And, and why do I say that? If you take a look at the majority, the vast majority of bills that really mean something 
for businesses and the people of Texas. They passed by overwhelming bipartisan majority, the Texas CHIPS Act, the 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 legislation to put to create a, a science, uh, excuse me, a space foundation, uh, the $18 billion property tax bill, which had basically uh, uh, unanimous support, record tax cuts, you know, doubling the franchise tax. You know, the the, the durability of, of the state's pro-business uh, environment is bipartisan. And I, I do believe that is one of the reasons why Texas has been so attractive uh, to businesses. So go. let me go back to the introduction when, when I brought you on. My understanding of the Texas Association of Business is that you're sort of a, a state, sort of a chamber of commerce. But also exactly. you're a lobbyist group and, and you try to affect legislation looking out for business. That's That seems like a pretty full-time job right there. Well, in, in a state the size of Texas, it, it, it sure is. But, you know, again, uh, in terms of what has occurred in the state of Texas, when you take a, a look at the last legislative year, record property tax cuts, record investment in semiconductors, record investment in energy, record investment in space, record investment in community colleges, uh, it's, it's, it's a heck of a track record. And it's the reason why right now, as we're speaking, Texas is, as Governor Abbott says, we're the headquarters of headquarters. We have 55 Fortune 500 uh, headquarters in Texas, uh, more than any other state. And, you know, we have, you know, you, it's hard for a week to go by without some sort of headquarters from mm. California or New York or Illinois uh, looking to uh, relocate. To, to Texas. I would guess you might be one of those organizations that's that gets hit up fairly early on when a company is looking to relocate, maybe when the, they're still using code names and, and that sort of thing. You still <laughs> see a fair amount of activity? Well, uh, the, the way it really works in Texas is economic development is a team sport, and it's really led by Governor Abbott and his economic development and tourism team, which is extraordinary, extraordinarily well led by Adriana Cruz. She works very closely with the economic development corporations and sometimes the chambers from across the state of Texas. So there's no state in the country where you have the level of professionalism and coordination in attracting companies and encouraging companies to expand operations than than in the state of Texas. It's 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 in my opinion part of our secret sauce. That's good to hear, and I, it makes me makes it a little bit easier to pay that sales tax. But just do me a favor, don't <laughs> let them go up anymore on it, okay? Well, they're not, I I I don't think you're going to see any uh, increase in, in our sales tax. But what I do believe we're going to continue to see are reductions in our uh, business property taxes, mm. our personal property taxes, and uh, and and probably a reduction uh, over time in the franchise tax. Well, and, so, and, and that, know, that was nice noted in the last invoice that I got. I appreciate <laughs> it. Glenn Hammer is the president and CEO of the Texas Association <laughs> of Business and. Uh, You've got a big state to cover. I, I know you're busy. Thank you very much for taking the time. Thanks for having me on. No Thanks. greater state to be in than Texas. Thank yeah. you. Uh, for more of our conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.